How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning us in this morning. This is the mid- uh, this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, where we come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. We are live, and we do take your phone calls with questions, comments, uh, uh, bragging about a big fish or animal that you got. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. That's four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And Nick Bodie is on the boards. And Danny, uh, it's good to have you back. We missed you last week, but uh, I was a little envious. Uh, you were out fishing for, what, four or five days up on the Big Bay yeah, of Green Bay? Yeah. Life's a lot of hard work, Tom. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'll tell you what, fishing on the Bay of Green Bay ain't always easy. Well, let me tell you what. <laughs> it's it's nice if you're in the back of the boat and the other guy is the guy He's on running the front the running everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a chance to uh, uh, jump on Mark Horton. He bought a new Lund. So I jumped on the boat with him for a day or two. And uh, in fact, my brother, we had three of us on the boat and had plenty of room. But it was really nice because if you're in the back of the boat, all you got to do is it's fish. Is fish. Or take a nap. And uh, <laughs> the guy in front, especially if you're in heavy waves on the Bay oh. of Green Bay, you can be up there, you know, battling, you know, yeah. battling the waves and, and the trying. Foot, the foot control the motor. The foot control you're... motor. And yeah. uh, especially being as I forgot my front seat again, so I was balancing on one foot up there most of the oh. time. But, I mean, you, you get the boat set up and if you hook a fish next thing you know you're washing in towards the rocks you got to get on the trolling motor before you even pull the fish in yeah. to make sure that you're you know you're always conscious of that whereas the guy in back all they got to do is just fish all right oh, getting... story some music a little a little creative creativity there he said boat so many times i had to I'm sorry. okay rock the boat baby um yeah, it is a pain, you know, being up in front. I enjoy it, too. Like, when I go fishing with my son, Nick, I mean, uh, Chris, he likes being in the front of his boat, and it's like, and he, he'll always ask, oh, do you want to run the front of the boat? I say, no, 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 I'm fine back here. Right? Actually, it's a good core workout up there as far as trying to keep your balance oh, and everything. yeah. We had some rocking waves. Even Ron Johnson, he had his boat in about 3 in the afternoon one day, 
I never thought you could wear that guy out. He says, you know, my back is killing me. He yeah. says, uh, b- balancing up here and in these waves and so forth. His He doesn't have a deep V, so his boat was slapping up and down out there. And, oh, yeah. and he says, I think I'm going to call it a wrap today. Um, but we had a great time. The weather, the weather, uh, we, you know, it, it, it would switch. We had to play the wind. So if the north winds were coming in terrible, we'd go to Rowley's Bay. Um, now Ron was drop shotting, catching bass on the, on the beds in the bay. Uh, and he was really good at that. He could spot them and then just kind of jiggle and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they'd pick up. Um, we went into the Mink River and used the Ned Rig. And the Ned Rig works really good. You just go up along, just cast as close to shore as you can. And those bass are laying mm-hmm. right along there. And, uh, yeah, so I got a 21-incher oh, yeah, on, uh, on a Ned Rig there. In fact, I took Dr. Sandy Flaster. He said he's going to be listening today, but I doubt he's up at 6 o'clock. He'll probably tune in at 7. <laughs> um, I took him back in there, and I was trying to explain to him how to use the Ned Rig. And I cast, and we had, it was looking. It was even windy in the Mink River. Really? I mean, it was to the point where the boat's like spinning. Around. I don't have a spot lock, or I don't have the poles. Right, right. And I mean, it, the wind was howling down there, and uh, I cast to the shore, and then I I went to turn the trolling motor to get away from the bank, and all of a sudden I thought I had a weed, and I I pull, and I see a flash, and first fish was twenty one incher mm. on the Ned rig. Mm-hmm. Well, then that. That gave Dr. Uh, Flaster Sandy some confidence. So then he caught a 20, a 19, an 18, and he got pretty good at, at uh, picking them off. Then the uh, next day, we did go out to the uh, Strawberry Islands. Unfortunately, the heavy wind had, uh, that north wind had howled through there the day before. It really seemed to shut the bite down. Because on yeah. a shoreline where we had caught, in one drift, one morning, we caught 22 fish just in one drift. And they're mm-hmm. all about three, four, you know, four they're pounders, nice fish, yeah. four and a half, you know, some 19 inches, uh, all fat pre-spawn. We went through and I caught three. He didn't catch any. And uh, we went across to a little point. And I said, I had the boat. I was struggling in the wind again. It was a south wind, but it was uh, still kind of a struggle and I was struggling to kind of tro- control the boat. I spun it around, and I said, cast parallel to that point. Next thing you know, I see his rod doubled over and his drag's gone, and he's fighting a fish. And uh, I said, you're on your own, man. I got to get on the trolling motor to wash <laughs> us off these rocks here. Yeah, yeah. So I had to get on, shoot out a little bit, grab the net, and go over there. And uh, he got his biggest smallmouth ever. He got a five-and-a-half-pounder, but the thing was like, 18 and three quarter to 19 inches long. It was five and a half pounds. Are you really? Was that a pig? Oh, oh my beautiful God. fish, man. Just wow. a slob. I looked at that thing and I'm like, that's over five pounds without a doubt. And that yeah. should have been normally like 21 inches. Yeah. To you be, know, roughly, yeah. you know. And, and my 21 incher that I got in the mink, it was either a big male or a spawned out female. Uh, that one should have been six pounds if it were full of spawn. If it was full of spawn. But it wasn't. It was like right. four and a half pounds. It, it was should long, have, oh, but, but it was. It just wasn't nothing in its yeah, belly. Yeah, So, yeah. Um, you know, if you can get them with the spawn in them. So the, the sister islands never really did turn on. I oh. went there one day with Ron Johnson. I fished one day with him, and we went in about 13 feet of water. It was flat calm that day. You could see the schools of bass swimming down there. They were just all hunkered mm-hmm. down but they weren't really up 
shallower onto the rock reef. And uh, I went back there several several times throughout the week and got a few small fish, but mm-hmm. it never really. Last year, the, our last night, that's where I was banging a whole bunch of 18, 19 inchers, one after another. So mm. it, the best is yet to come. It, it's going to be getting good up there over the next, next couple of weeks. So Yeah, and then, you know, it's generally, it's actually good all summer long. But right now, you got them more targeted, a little bit shallower. They're, yeah, you, you, know, can, you can get yeah. them, their bellies. If you get a fat pre-spawn right, one, you're right, going to get the heaviest right. weight. But you're right, guys, catch them there. Uh, all summer long. All summer long. I went up yeah. there the first week of August, the first time I took Ron Johnson up there and we went out to the rock reefs, uh, yeah, and, you caught them. and they were they were out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we caught them out there and jerk baits. Yeah. Uh, guess what bait Sandy used to catch his big bass? Uh, Come on, which one was I talking about all the oh, time? Oh, the Medrig. Nope. The expensive one. Oh yeah, your expensive jerk. The Mega Bass Vision One Ten and Elegy Bone. Your twenty five dollar. Tennessee Shad also worked worked well too, and. If I'd go to a change-up, I'd go to, if you're going to go up there, here's my advice. Get the Mega Bass Vision 110. Then I'd put that on one rod. The other one, I'd put a pink X wrap. And the other one, I would put a Rapala shadow wrap deep. Mm-hmm. Because with the shadow wrap deep, if you're off the edge and maybe, say, 8, 10 feet mm-hmm. of water, when you pause that one, it slowly sinks. So if the fish are a little deeper and they're not coming up or quite as aggressive, just that little pause to let it sink back in their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mega Bass Vision 110 works good if you're going to work that six to eight foot depth. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the pink X wrap, if you're working in shallower, so let's say you're casting in the four or five feet, yeah. the pink X wrap doesn't get down quite as deep. So if you had one of those on each of your rods, you could pretty much cover, cover up all the shallow area. off the break too. Yeah. And it's amazing how most guys, you don't see a lot of guys working jerk baits. They all they're all hung up on their soft plastics, mm-hmm. but the jerk bait bite is the way to go up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Well, I know I know in the summertime a lot of guys use uh, spinner baits up there. Um they'll use the plastics, the spinner baits, uh, you know, like the Kalen's uh I forget jerk the, min- the jer- jerk minnow, jerk minnow on a jig. You know they'll use that. They'll use the the spinner baits. I know uh, Dale Strohsheim likes the the chartreuse and white spinner baits. Um, he likes that one. Um, so because I've seen him enough on Gillespie in the summertime yep. up there. <laughs> Ron Ron did um, throw a spinner bait and did catch a couple of fish on a spinner bait one day. I threw it for a little bit. And didn't get anything. Yeah. But I did tell you the story how when I went up there in August years ago to Rowley's Bay uh-huh. and all these uh, all these smallmouth, we could see them cruising around. Yeah. And I took the spinner oh, bait yeah, you made for me it. in my yeah. first cast. It was, yeah. it was really cool, this, you know, this four-pound smallie sitting by a rock. And I cast that spinner bait past it. Right. And I was bringing it, and it wasn't two feet to the side. And that thing comes shooting out from the <laughs> side and just yeah. nailed it. Did you happen to try those mini Mike twos? I did. Or threes. I I twos did. Three, I did try threes. those a little bit when when Ron was drop shotting those bedded bass and Rowleys. Yeah. I did try uh, the mini Mike, but I had a hard time, you know, getting it where I was putting putting it right in front of the yeah. fish. You know, you know what I find with those mini Mike threes. If you put those on a Ned rig jig, they look basically like a Ned rig. Just a little bit skinnier tail, you know. I mean, same type, yeah. Well, it's about the same length and everything, you know. I mean, it's same width, 
So it, yeah, it just kind of. Look, I'm, I'm just wondering if that might be the new Ned Ring setup. <laughs> you know, Maybe. Mini Mike Three, which of course nobody really carries. You'd have to order them online. You know? Right. So, yeah. Well, listen, we got to go to a break. Uh, we got other stuff coming up. Seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. You're listening to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors on twelve fifty AM and one zero five seven FM. The Fan. You're already on, Danny. You've been on for like a minute. Welcome <laughs> <your> back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Now, so you gave Nick a whole list of music. Well, and I said pick what you like now, out of it. It's so, old, some old stuff. So I've noticed the difference between you picking music and me picking yeah. music. Your music, this is kind of like the stuff my buddies in college would sit and smoke pot and stare at blacklight posters uh, listening to the these mellow just, type music. Well, these are, I play the get up and go play the football game music. Well, no, we were talking about that earlier. I like, Were you a stoner back in the day, Tom? N- no, never. No? Never. No. Are you sure? Positive. I never was. I tried but it. I knew one. I tried it. Were. No, I tried it. And uh, you were like I, I, Bill didn't, I didn't like the pot. It it made me. It made me feel weird. I didn't. I did not like it. I tried it, and I said, "No, this ain't for me." Made you weird? Well, it just. I just didn't f- feel right. I didn't like it. Did you yeah. like just stand against the wall of the room there and no. not say anything to anybody? No, it was just. No, I just didn't like it. So, I stuck to beer. Nick, you're a young guy, <laughs> fresh out of college. You're probably at all kinds of. No, they do drug testing now. You can't. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. In other words, Nick isn't going to answer that. He's taking a fifth on that. I don't know. He's taking a fifth. Is it all beer up at Oshkosh? A lot of beer parties in Oshkosh, I'll bet. A lot of beer. uh, Yeah, a lot of beer parties. I notice you've been missing a lot of Saturday mornings here lately, buddy. It's true. Is this really, you know, are you shaking those college habits now? It has. It's been irresponsible things like going to a family wedding, uh, moving into the apartment. That was not good. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough time. Who needs to go to a wedding anyway? Look, they keep giving me off on Friday nights. You can't blame me if I'm hungover coming in here on Saturday. Not only that, but the wedding is free food. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right away, you, Tom. You just free go for food. the free stuff. Does anybody. All them cute girls at the wedding, Nick got to look, check out. Well, it was a family wedding, so that's what Well, they bring friends, don't they, somewhere? <laughs> I only I'm had sure one wedding friends. where my. And then there's the opposite side. I'm my sorry, buddy yeah. got married, and his wife's friend was really hot. And, and then she kind of liked me. And so we, we ended up doing some dancing that night uh, after the. Re- yeah, that was a, down in Florida. Yep. Yep, well, her. You can't just trail but the you story don't, off. You there. don't. Well, I have to. But <laughs> the uh, the reception is what to go to. The yeah. wedding itself is boring. Yeah, that is. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're at Unless the you're standing and... up, then you got to be there. When my yeah. friend McKenna got married, we were all just in a group chat. We just called it the party. Nobody was really concerned. Yeah. Like the ceremony, yeah, that's nice. We're very happy for you, but come on. This oh, wedding, I... though, in Florida, I really screwed up because the night before, 
we had the rehearsal, and they were getting married at an Air Force base in Fort Walton mm. Beach, Florida, an Air Force base, yeah. right? So the last thing the bride said to me was, make sure you're on time. So I'm like the best man, right? I'm the guy with the ring and everything. Well, the next day we got up and, you know, yeah, I, th- I think we were probably out till five in the morning to begin with. And then we get up and uh, we get a cab, right? Mm-hmm. And we say, uh, take us to the Air Force Base. Little did we know there were two bases, right? So we go to the wrong oh, base. Oh, no. And we pull up to a chapel on this base and there's no cars. And we're like, oh my God, this doesn't look like the one. And then we find out there's one on the other side of town. (laughs) (laughs) So a buddy of mine had a rental car. So I jumped in with him and he's driving like 70 miles an hour across town in 35 mile an hour zones. I'm hoping we don't get pulled over. And the bride is looking out the back back door of the chapel. And where's Dan? They're not here yet. And she goes, that blankety blank, blank. <laughs> and then then we come pulling up, and the guy who's driving 70 miles an hour, he opens, gets he gets out of the car first, and he's got a beer can in his hand, right? And I'm like, put that beer can away, you know, because he's, you know, he shouldn't have been drinking and driving 70 miles an hour to get me there. And uh, that just made it a real bad look. And there was a little German lady who was like in charge of the wedding. And this little German lady was really mad at me. So when I went to stand, like before you got to go out there, walk out there, I had my hands in my pocket and she walked up behind me and ripped my hands out of my pocket and said, put your hands at your side. You know, like Tan Hut, you know, I was scared of that little German lady. But yeah, then oh. I gave a good wedding toast though. I came through with my with the wedding toast. I had everybody yeah. in tears and everybody and that little German lady goes, That was the most beautiful wedding toast I've ever heard. And I do a lot of weddings. Yeah. So that got me out of trouble. Well, I got advice for the young guys out there. You guys might not agree with me. But my advice is if you're asked to be a best man at a wedding, don't do it. Don't do it. Number well, Danny put up one thing, that toast. You better come up with something good, you know, with a toast. And if you're drunk, oh, that's terrible. You can't do a drunk wedding toast, you know. I mean, that you just slobber all over. It's going to cost you a lot of time and money and all these other things you got to think about. I'm telling you, being a best man is a pain. The worst thing your friend can do is ask you to be the best man. Well, see, <laughs> yeah. I was smart. I tied in Vince Lombardi. Uh, and the Green Bay Packers. There you go. And Packers. I said, now, all of you in Florida may not know this, but I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Green Bay, of course, is legendary. And we had Coach Lombardi, and Lombardi says, faith, family, in the Green Bay Packers, in that order. And I tied that into oh, my yeah, this yeah, and yeah. that. And, yeah. Excellent. I used old Vince. There you go. Got to use some of his quotes. That's that comes, right. Well, you know, a lot of his quotes will come into... I mean, well, like in fishing, when you fish a tournament, you know, like Vince Lombardi, what did he say once? We never lost a game. We just ran out of time. I never lost a tournament. I just ran out of time. time. (laughs) Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. It's the only thing. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I went to that tournament to win. That's the only thing. I didn't want a second place. That's like kissing your sister. You know, I mean, yeah, you can use a lot of his quotes in daily life, whatever it is, you know. I'll kiss your sister. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, had a, if I had a sister. You didn't have any sisters. No, I just have four brothers. Oh, my God. Yeah, so That must no have been sisters. a rough and tumble. Did you get beat up by your brothers, or were you the bully? Not, not really, no. I was the youngest of the bunch. Uh, my, so you the, were the spoiled one. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I got to admit, yeah, the, the youngest spoiled one. ones, the parents give up yeah. by the time, like, yeah. my brother, younger brother came along. They were tired of fighting. When I was a kid, it was like it or lump it. Whatever was served for dinner, that was what you were getting. My younger brother, it was like a, his own private cafe. He could order well, whatever he wants. Well, no, we Bacon didn't. Bacon sandwich. No, we didn't have that. Multo meal. No. He could get whatever he wanted. Mom was tired of fighting. No. It wasn't, it wasn't He's like, that. He could get whatever they wanted, but it had to be food that, from the that, early 40. Malta? That, what is Malta meal? He loved Malta meal. What oh, is that? My younger brother that was, was a like big a, fan of Malta meal. It was like a chocolate-favored oatmeal or something? Yeah, it's like a cho- it's like a mush. It's kind of like... But like an oatmeal. He would come home and say, I want Malta meal. Or he was big on a bacon sandwich, which I got to hand it to him. Everybody loves bacon, well, right? who doesn't? Bacon yeah. sandwich, right? What do you put on it besides bacon? What else do you need? You would just put bacon on bread. Bacon on bread, man. Okay. A little butter, a little mayo. Throw some tomato on it. Yeah, You've heard tomato, of a BLT lettuce, before, yeah. right? Of course. It got those yeah. up in Oshkosh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Green Bay's a little behind at the time. You know, they didn't have all that Talking other Oshkosh, stuff. Green Bay was a great town. <laughs> I don't live. Oshkosh is kind of like their poor sister. You know, Oshkosh. Wow. What is, what's Oshkosh? Oshkosh, uh, if you're Osh- a fisherman, has the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oshkosh. Yeah. My brother lived true. in Oshkosh. D3 basketball national champions. Thank you very D3. much. D3. I mean, what is a Careful. D3? Careful. I will walk right now and let D- you run the rest D3. of the show, Danny. Don't yeah. push oh. me here. Don't oh. push me. You can, make fun hey. of my, you can make fun of my hair, my mother, my family, anything you want. D3 Don't go chance. after Titan basketball. They, they couldn't beat hey. the Preble Horn. Danny. <laughs> Danny. Mike McGivern's team could beat the D3. <laughs> Good. All morning, folks. Going to be here till 10. Keep it rolling. um, Last week, I was joking. I was joking about uh, Tim, I mean, uh, Baby Tausch's man bun. And that, no, no, man buns don't go. I'm sorry. That's not a a good look for a guy, a man bun. By joking, he means he said he looked like a metrosexual. Yeah, I said, said, what do they call those guys, metrosexuals? He's sitting uh, over here going, oh, I don't know what it is with these millennials and their hair, No, what what was the other one I used, metrosexual and uh, uh, hipster? Hipster. Hipster. Well, anyway, Bodie gets a text from from Baby Tausch. I'm looking over. He gets a text. He says, I got a man bun on my forearm for you. No, for me. no, it, it was it was uh, it was at like six thirty, so he didn't think Billy was up. And so yeah. maybe Tausch, I get a text from him at six forty a.m. that says, yeah. "Tell my boy Tommy how's the that? true, I got a yeah. metrosexual forearm with how's his that, name on." Uh, yeah, <laughs> how's that Nutrisystem working for Billy right now? Is he getting lean? Hey, he looks good, man. Yeah, I think Billy. I think Billy. Uh, Billy Schmidt is a wonderful person. He's smart. He's handsome. He's a good yeah, actor. No, he's he was a uh, the the uh, uh, star. I mean, star center he's, at he's, Division Three Carthage he, College. Yeah. Is it Carthage that he played? He at? went to Carthage. Yeah. Yeah. Carthage, right? He yeah. was a hell of a football player. He's a hell of a basketball player. <laughs> and mean, he can play the guitar too. He he he, he can do everything. He can sing. And he's, that waiting, guy. and he's waiting for Tom in the parking lot right oh, now. Oh no, I don't think so because he's. He's such a good guy, good looking. I think we ought to have a radio station spe- uh, Olympics. He is where like we a, all have like a contest where we do our superstars yeah. of the station contest. He, Billy and we Schmid- do a forty yard dash. Hey, hey, Billy Schmidt is the best. 
you and Billy can do the log roll. Yeah, right. And then if you lands on top nothing. of you, you can get killed. I ain't doing nothing. But I'll tell you what, Billy Billy Schmidt is the best person at this station. Oh, stop. He knows more about sports right, than Right now he's anybody. trying to talk his way out of it. I don't want no damn forearms in a head. We get to the we <laughs> pay to watch that. We got to Billy the end put, of last show. Billy <laughs> is done wrestling, right? He could do he could do he could spin you around over oh, his head and, and do had, a body slam. I had a guy once, this really big dude, and I, I was you know, we were just joking around and stuff, and he picked he and I'm not a light guy. He picked me up, had me on his shoulder, like, I mean, I thought he was going to, like, body slam me or something. I mean, I was a little worried because this guy was a little off-kilter to begin with, you know? He's an off-kilter guy? Uh, you know what I mean? He's a li- not all there, a few bottles short of a of a six-pack. Was he, like, a fishing tournament partner? No, 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 just some kind of anyway, and... uh Bigger, oh, bigger than uh, uh, guy we were talking about the other day. Bigger than Dank, really taller, and about as wide, but taller and very strong. Picked you up, and he had me up. Literally, my back was on his shoulder. He picked me up. He had me like that, and I thought he was going to body slam. I was getting worried. So you know what I said to him? I said, down. I said, okay, I'm giving you one last chance, buddy. One last chance. You put me down nicely or it's it for you. <laughs> I had a big redneck down in. And I, I was to, sweating. I went to school in Missouri, and there was this big redneck guy who came in. He played a defensive tackle on the football team. Another D3 team down there, by the way, Evangel College. Anyway, uh, this guy, would. He, I, first time I saw him, he's wearing bib overalls. He's sitting in the pool room. And he's talking about stills. He's talking about up in the hills with mm-hmm. his family up moonshining. And he's talking about the first time he went to St. Louis, he asked for directions. And somebody said, well, you got to go three red lights down and take a right. And he kept driving and driving and driving because the lights were all green until he saw one turn red. You're not serious. True story. And this redneck, he'd sit there and he'd have twine in between his fingers, and he'd be snapping the twine. He'd, like, sit there and break it with his hand. So one time, this big sodbuster, he picked me up from behind. Little did he know I had the old wrestling moves. So my feet were off the ground. I managed to reverse, get my arm underneath the leg, kind of hook underneath, turn, pick. I lifted up, did a single leg takedown, put that big sodbuster on his back, and then I put him in, you know, where I had him pinned. Yeah. And he was trying to roll out, and I kept switching my on him. And everybody, all these other guys were going wild, laughing at him. And later on, uh, the guy said, he said, you embarrassed me. He says, I learned never, never to pick on a little guy again. He said, <laughs> you don't know. Guess what time it is now? Time for a break? Yeah, and coming up next is going to be the gut report. And we got a special guest for the Gut Report this week, so stay tuned for more, folks. You don't want to miss it. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, today, folks, we got a special guest doing the Gut Report. We have Mr. Nick Bodie. So go take it away, Nick. All right, Tom. Thanks for having me on, folks. This is one of Mama Bodie's favorites. This is warm jalapeno popper dip. Pretty simple ingredients in this one. It's eight ounces of cream cheese. You want it softened, not hard, just out of the fridge. Get a cup of mayo. You want one four-ounce can of diced jalapeno chilies and one four-ounce can of regular diced green chilies. 
Get a packet of ranch. Pretty much anything will do. You see those little individual packets of Hidden Valley at the store. Add to that two cups of shredded Mexican cheese or cheddar, really whatever you like, kind of your taste. Put that on top. You're going to cook that at 350 degrees. Mix all the ingredients together. Put the cheese on top. Put that in a big bowl in your oven. 350 degrees, about 25 to 30 minutes, depending how dark you like it, how crunchy you want the top. It is delicious. A little bit spicy, but not too bad, Tom, because it's kind of got that cream to balance it out. Yeah, I got a question. You said uh, how much of the jalapenos? Uh, you want one four-ounce can of diced jalapenos. Now, and, and then, then you, what's the other chilies? Of diced green chilies. What, uh, what is that? It's a little, the, the flavor palette is a little bit different, jalapenos and chili. I think jalapenos are a little bit spicier. Uh, they're a little bit more acidic kind of too. So you get, I mean, is there a brand of green chilies that when you say other green chilies? Like Rotel, something like Rotel. They have tomatoes and chilies. You can also just buy chilies. Or you could just get two four-ounce cans of jalapenos, depending how hot you want it. This is kind of, yeah. this is the way my mom does yeah. it recipe-wise. Or maybe but, if if you didn't want it as spicy, you could use the four ounce can, four ounces of uh, like uh, a green bell pepper yeah. or whatever. Or, and if you wanted to make it nuclear, you could go habanero or <laughs> oh, whatever, yeah, right. whatever yeah. you want to do. All right. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Well, welcome back, folks. What time is it anyway? 6.41? About? Eh, 6.40 almost. 6.39. 6.39? It's about to be 640 oh, yeah. right now. Well, not according to my computer. <laughs> I'm going off the official radio station computer. Oh, here. okay. Well, I'm, yeah, this computer's got 60. Well, okay, 640. So if you're on your way to work and you got to be there by 7, yeah, you're okay. You're doing fine. <laughs> you're doing fine. Normally, whenever I give the time, Danny starts talking about the traffic on the Edens, you know, down yeah. in Illinois or something. So <laughs> you're saying they're not too late? They don't yeah. have to. They don't have Dan- to run through the red light. Right. Danny's not here. Danny's not here right now. Okay. Mm. So watch when when he comes back, I'll give the time. I'll look at the house. I'll, I'll give the what time it is, and I guarantee you, Danny's gonna say, "Oh, is it's light and variable on the Edens?" Well, you watch. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Okay, folks, if you're listening, well, you just you just li- wait. He, he'll do it. I know he will. He always <laughs> does. You watch. And I think that's something you know, Nick, that we we should do uh, during the course of the show. Uh, every now and then just give the time because a lot of people, you know, they're driving in their car, they're going along and, and kind of lose track of time, you know? And then, you know, if you hear it on the radio, it's like, you don't have to look over at the radio clock. Don't have to look at your watch. Don't have to pull out the phone and look at it. You know, you just hear it, you know? And those other things are like distractions, you know? You listen to a lot of news talk radio, I take it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's common across that format. You'll just hear like Mark Belling, Rush Limbaugh, those guys. And and, well, you know, it's funny when I'm listening to anybody like that in news talk uh, radio AM, you know, during the week, if they're on a boring topic that I've heard a hundred times before, you know, then I flip over to rock stations, you know, then I, then I want to listen to music, you know, for a while. But of course, his number one preset is 1250 AM and 1057 FM, The Fan. And when he's not listening to this station, he's using the radio.com app to I listen anywhere, just like the rest of you. I don't know how to do that. Don't, I, 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 I don't I have a phone don't admit that, that. I, I don't, I have a phone that doesn't do that. 
And if I did have a phone that did that, Nick, I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a dinosaur when it comes to that stuff. I am so set in my ways. But, okay, you know, uh, after the Hornschwaggle, which we're going to be playing after the 645 break, and if you don't know what a Hornschwaggle is, if you're a new listener, now mo- let's face it, most of you people have listened to the show before, you know what a Hornschwaggle is, but I'm sure there's a few new listeners out there who are not sure. But a Hornschwaggle basically is somebody who's BSing you. And when we play the Hornschwaggle, you can win several prizes. Uh, the Hornschwaggle is brought to you by Carl's Country Market. It's known for its award-winning sausages. It's got everything, meat, and a lot more there. They're at Pilgrim Road and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. Also brought to you by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. You see those at every store, you, whatever play outdoor store you go to, they all have that stuff. But anyway, and Danny makes three statements, and... You gotta you gotta know if he's telling you a hornswoggle, which is the BS, or if he's telling you the truth, which is no hornswoggle. So you get a ten dollar gift certificate from Carl's Country Market if you if you get two out of three correct, and you get your choice of either fish attractants or uh, uh, first aid kit, and then you get your choice of uh, Coleman insect repellent. So really, it's a heck of a prize package, and it might take uh, you know Danny will mail out the the. The, the $10 gift certificate right away, you know, during the week. But it might take uh, a week or two, you know, to get the other stuff from uh, Wisconsin Pharmacal. That's that's the people who, you know, put those things out for Baitmate and Coleman. So Maybe we do a new contest, Tom, where, What's like, that? the people can win, like, a dream cruise with Tom. Right? No. Dream cruise I'm with not, Tom. I, I, you know why I don't we'll call want it the Marlboro Tour. He just putters hey. him around the lake when the pack yeah. smokes. Yeah. Join me, Tom yeah. Newbauer, uh. as we cruise to the Caribbean. We, we visit we, Dan Bush's no. palatial estate. How about Puerto Rico? We cruise Pewaukee Lake. <laughs> then Tom will we have food. You could cook food for everybody with your not great on the chef boat. skills. Not on the boat. Uh, no. Oh. You hear that, like celebrities. I would never go, huh? Like celebrities sometimes go on trips. Oh, yeah, uh, they trips do that. And they, they invite, take people with take them. People. Yeah, that's how they get their trip paid for. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, a lot of talk show hosts. John, uh, John's friend, uh, Greg, was trying to talk us into doing like a bus tour to one of those Canadian resorts. Yeah. The bus tour for these, you know, the cutting edge outdoors that, crew. I, I would do that. And listeners yeah, do a do bus crew, yeah, cruise to that. a resort. And yeah. Maybe someday. Uh, uh, maybe but I'll next tell you year what, when it, I'm retired. When it comes on to those boats, those cruise boats, those big, massive cruise boats, I would never go on one of those. Because I cannot believe how those things stay upright. Do you see how tall they are? They are so tall. It's like they got to have so much weight for ballast in the bottom, you know, that boat, to keep that thing on upright. I mean, those things are like six, seven, eight stories tall. And it's like, how do they stay afloat? Not only that, but, I mean, well, uh, no. A boat. I, I don't know how, though. No, I don't know how. Boats float. <laughs> no, I, these, sh- these should tip over. There's a news flash, no, buddy. No, they, don't make fun of that now. Those things should flip right over. Yeah, go this ahead. You like, guys, you guys laugh. My, man has been the sailing the seas for centuries. This is the way my great grandfather talked about airplanes. He was like, "Oh, I don't get it. It's a metal tube, and there's it's yeah, how it's a boat. Well, you know, which is true. Like but, Danny but airplanes said, don't too. stand on the front, right, Danny? Yeah, don't stand on the front. Let yeah, put that big electric trolling motor on the front of that uh, cruise ship. <laughs> well, you know, 
Cruise ships have been having accidents. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, tour planes up in Alaska that collided? Did you hear about that story? No. Yeah. I didn't. Well, we'll get to that We'll get more. to that when we come back. We'll get to that more. Right now, we got the Hornschwaggle coming up, so call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. If you've won in like the last, you know, six weeks, try and give somebody else a chance to. If yeah, you have played we and le- didn't win, yeah. well, then give a call. But we're trying to have new blood call. So yeah. 799-1250. I promise the uh, questions won't be that hard. All right, that sounds good. We'll uh, be right back, folks. So stay tuned. Hard, but Somebody's gonna win a big prize. Be able to get it. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the very mellow Skipper Buds, cutting edge outdoors, chilling out, sitting in the dorm room, listening to tunes. All right, we've got the Hornswoggle segment. Uh, who do we have have on the line here? Uh, we've got John. We got John. You good with morning, us? Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're good, doing good. good. So you know how this works. If I yeah, uh, if I'm pulling. Okay, so if I'm pulling your leg, it's a hornswoggle. So I'm going to make three statements, and here we go. Uh, The Douglas fir tree is actually a pine tree. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That is a no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle, good. Very good, all right, that's one. The world record lion was shot in 1944... In Afro, of course, by Mr. Jim Chapstick. That's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. <laughs> now, that one was too easy. <laughs> yeah, <that's> too <laughs> that was and too easy. the Atlantic salmon is actually a member of the trout family. No hornswoggle. Hey, wow. three for three. You're on top of You're things, John. Rocking there. All right. Wow. So. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll be mailing you out a gift certificate for um, right. Carl's Country Meats, so you'll enjoy that. They got great stuff. Yeah. And uh, then, uh, what would you like? Now we can either get you the little first aid kit, or if you'd like a combination of insect repellent and some bait, bait mate fish attractant, we can do that. What would you prefer? Uh, let's go with the uh, uh, bait mate and the. Uh... Insect okay, do you want some DEET or DEET? Who took my pen here? I didn't take it. Me. You took my pen. Oh, yeah. The producer took my pen here. I'm trying to write this stuff down. <laughs> the one time Bushy this isn't bring, my pen. The one time he brings this a pen. This isn't as good as the pen I, I had. I didn't a, take your pen. I want my pen. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> you want, uh, do you want DEETless or DEET DEETED? <laughs> uh, let's try some DEET. You want DEET? 20%? 20%? Okay, sure. right around 20%, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what flavor bait mate would you like? What do you like to fish for? Uh, let's do some panfish. Panfish. Okay. Sounds good. Speaking of panfish, have you been out fishing lately? Uh, no, I haven't. Not in the last few weeks. Well, so, so. fishing should start picking up with this warm yeah. weather. And I see you're from Thienesville, 
And right. uh, our producer had never heard of Thienesville, but, you know, he's a young kid. He went to Oshkosh. It's only right. a Division well, three school. Oshkosh they don't... explains his problems, I guess. Yeah, they got their <laughs> problems from there. So, Thienesville, I said it's by Mequon, now, now dude. I'll take now, my basketball team against UW-Thienesville any day. The, the listeners three. are getting on you now. <laughs> so, I don't even think he spelled Thienesville right. Uh, is it T-H-E-I-N? S V I L L E is that how you spell things? It's T H I E. I knew it. See, that's what I, I knew it. That's what I had written again, down. I E I E. Good thing I'm following up. S and Bill D I L L E D I L L E. John, can I ask you a question? How old are you? Fifty-eight. All right. Do you remember Teensville in Thienesville? Teensville and Teensville. Yeah. That was a drinking Teen- night. Yeah, there was a, a place zero, where the, where zero, they uh, they had bands playing and they served yeah. near beer and uh but then when it became legal at eighteen then they served regular beer. Remember that place? I uh, don't remember the name of it. I can't uh It was called Teensville. Teensville yeah. and Teensville in Teensville. It was a big place, yeah. And that's where yeah, you guys, just, uh, but anyway, all you juvenile delinquents hung out there, no. Tom. That sounds like we, a spring. Oh, you had to leave the county to drink. No, we uh, <laughs> we we didn't hang out there. We just played there. So yeah. okay. All right. Well, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Congratulations. Hey. All right. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Bye now. Yeah. Um, well, here I'll give you a quick fishing report, Danny. Now, last week when you weren't here, I told everybody about our experience on a Walworth County Lake. We we did really good on the bass, but it didn't matter. I mean, the fish would only hit wacky worms or wacky style worms. Didn't matter what color or what brand, you know, caught a lot of fish. Well, I went fishing again this past Sunday, and uh, we went to Lake X. You know what Lake X is, right? Yeah, Oconomowoc. Oh, yeah, Oconomowoc. The first hour, hour and a half was a little slow. but And I told, I was out with a young fella that I work with. He's 24 years old, and he's really, really, really into fishing. And, and I told him, I said, here's the thing. I said, I'm going to show you all these spots now. We might not catch fish on every spot, but eventually we're going to find them. We're going to hit all these different areas because, you know, we talked before, you know, it's it's kind of a joke, but the fish will be either shallow, deep, or somewhere in between. You know, they're right. going to be somewhere, right? Definitely you, in the you, lake yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you got you to just move around to find them. Well, we finally found them. Fish like water. Yeah, we would find like... You taught me that. We would find like three or four of them in one area, and then it'd be slow for a little bit, and then we'd find three or four more and then find some here. And again, the same thing happened where the chatterbaits, rattle traps, spinner baits, uh, jig and plastic, uh, you know, the jig and straight plastic, I, none of those were working. Anything working fast, forget it. I caught a number of fish on a black and blue swim jig with a black and blue uh, uh, scrub by Kalins. Uh, so, you know, I caught some fish on that. And then everything else was basically on the wacky style worms. And we caught quite a few, you know, we caught quite a few fish, but something happened that was really weird. Okay. Oh, and by the way, it's, uh, Danny, I just want to let you know it's six. What, wait a minute. Let me put on my glasses. 6.58 AM. So, oh, 6.58 AM. Just letting you know. And oh, he was listening to the radio. Just in the so bathroom. you clowns know. He was listening was to the listening radio. I was listening in the bathroom. Damn. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> Darn it. See, folks, we got we got a radio in all the bathrooms, and you can flip it to all the different stations here. Yeah, right while you're sitting there. You just so, reach and turn the so, knob. You so, can sit. So, 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 we had a, so he guys. heard us. Ow. 
I heard. I, and you I, were probably I, laughing in there thinking, oh, I'm going to get these ruined guys. Ruined your joke. I had oh. you pegged for a Kiss FM guy, Danny. I don't know. But anything, I'll tell you real quick, folks. Something really weird happened when I was out fishing on Oconomowoc okay. Lake. I'll tell you about that when we come back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.